images from the different people, you see some big differences. Then we undertook experiments to find out whether things changed when we put something into the water. A real flower was placed in the water. A while later we took a drop of water, and here you can see one of the pictures. And you can see it in this picture. It's the typical image you get when you put a flower into water. You could recognize the flower in every single drop in this glass, of course. That can be reproduced and has significance. And if you were to put a different flower in here, for example, the Sweet William flower, then all the drops of this water would look like Sweet William. The statement that water has a memory practically changes our whole way of looking at the world, of course. Let's travel down the Rhine in the figurative sense. The water is flowing down the Rhine, picking up information everywhere it goes. So the water has more information at the mouth of the Rhine than it had at the source. And the Dutch, living at the mouth, when they drink that water, they're also drinking all that information. Um, if you go online and you just type in water memory, you'll have all of these different um, videos and things. And it's controversial because it's blowing the mind of science. It doesn't make sense to science. But neither did now when they're doing the quantum physics. And when they get to the quantum level, it doesn't follow. They, were, they didn't know what to do because it didn't follow gravity. It, the, you know, these particles didn't follow any of those things. You have particles that are outside of time and space within you that jump from dimension to dimension. They don't know what to do with these things. But they're there. And now, you know, they're saying there needs to be some kind of like 35 dimensions for everything to work from the small level to the big level. So it, but God is above all of that. And so what these, you know, um, these guys did at that uh, Spins that institute in Germany is also looked at water from different places as they have a drop of water from these different sources, see? So this is like tap water from Stuttgart, um, uh, Gordon Bay Glacier, tap water from Beijing, lake water from Berlin, Tibet water, and even the bottom, you can't really see the words very well, but it says holy water. And the different shapes each drop now has. Each drop, as they put it, um, they, they put it on the slides like that. They, they dry them. Okay, wait, sorry. I'm going to go back here. Okay, and, and they dry them. And then it, the water molecule doesn't change. But the way it, it comes together changes. The molecules clump together. And I'll show you some more on that. But as, we, you know, again, it was very controversial at first because it's way out of science. But now you have guys like this. He's uh, uh, Luc Montagne. He, he was a, uh, won the Nobel Prize for discovering the AIDS virus. And he did a talk on this at UNESCO. That's the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization, uh, you know, about this, which he called water memory. And again, it was in science it was way out they, to them it, it blew their mind
But he says more scientists are becoming convinced by the data that's all coming in. So it's not so uh, controversial anymore. But what he did, and you can see it online, it's like an hour video. Um, he had, um, like they would put into plain water the DNA of uh, someone with AIDS. And then they took it all out. Okay, so there was no DNA in there. And then what he did was he, there's these minute electromagnetic um, vibrations that come out of the water then, and he would record them. And in the film, he's, he's telling them, okay, there's too much interference, take your batteries out of your phone, turn off those lights, okay, I think this might be good enough. Then he recorded what he called the, the song of the water that was left, digitized it, sent it to another country, I gotta watch the video again. I think he was in France, sent it to Italy, and they got pure water, and they put amino acids in it. That's the building blocks of proteins and so on. And they played this digitized song that was left in the water over that water with the the um, you know the amino acids in it, and it reconstituted the DNA of that AIDS patient ninety percent. And it's just totally blowing the minds of science. But maybe if it didn't have the interference that he was talking about, it might have been 100%. But you see what, what this is causing. You know, it's, it's neat, but it's also scary. But people have already been doing it in the sense that, okay, what if you play the sound, that sound the, of a sick person over a whole city in in warfare. But you see also you could, what if you play the song of a well person over somebody you say with diabetes, someone who has, you know, who's well. And you see, but it could be used either way. But this is what we, you know, um, talk about. It's already being done. It's called blessing and cursing. You bless somebody, you curse somebody. And having that each person who touches the water, it changes to what, who they are, maybe what they're thinking and what's in them. And you know, in Acts 19.12, they took handkerchiefs and aprons that merely touched Paul. And were placed them on sick people and they were getting healed of diseases and evil spirits were cast out. And now you say, well, okay, whatever, how does that work or so on? Well, now you see that even science is starting to understand how that works. Taking something from Paul and it made someone well. Yeah? And so you have these, these things and, and also the quantum physics, they talk about linked particles where it's linked to something else. If you have something that Paul touched, it's linked to him. And it's always been known. And like I said, people have been doing it in witchcraft for a long time. That's why, you know, Hawaiians used to hide their fingernails, their hair clippings, everything because 
the kahuna would get it. And they need that to, to curse. And I talked with a missionary from Fiji who said the Fijians say, don't hang your laundry out at night because the same thing. The kahuna or the shaman will come and take your clothes. He wants a curse. Yeah, like a voodoo doll. Right? It's been known. But we haven't been taking... Um, really authority and understanding when we have faith to pray what happens to the same thing in an, in the opposite direction but do we understand and have faith so i'm going to show you one another one again this is um you know like the scientific community is is still s divided about it but because it's scriptural i say yeah i think so so I'll, um i'll show you this one and i want you to notice that the ones that they pray blessings over, what the water forms to look like, and the ones that they curse, what the water forms and looks like when they do that, okay? Okay. Now we're having some more technical difficulties here. Where it's not going... See if I can get this going now. Okay, you guys pray in the meantime. Yeah, you know, the enemy doesn't want you guys to notice stuff. Okay, yeah, it's not working now. And like I always say, you know the enemy is the prince of the air. And so there's the airwaves he always works through. We've had technical difficulties with this from the beginning in the morning. So you guys be praying as we work on this. Okay, I'm going to manually turn this off and turn it back on. I don't even know what you guys are seeing on the screen there in back of me. Huh? Just blank? Okay. Okay, so let's turn it back on. Because, uh, you know what, I've worked in spiritual warfare a lot. Many of you guys know that. And uh, let's see. And, um, you know, it's the Christians that haven't been in the game. The other side have been in the game for a long time. 
Okay, are you back up? You see that? Okay. Okay, let's see. Okay, watch this one again. Watch when they bless or curse. If we can get this going. It's not going again. It's frozen. Remember, like we are like 60% water, and this is just the beginning. And do you know that, um, um, like I met someone who, um, their family owned the land at the headwaters of the Thames River. You know, every year, the witches go there and pray over the water. And it flows all the way through London 
and they do that in South Africa at the headways of the, of the Johannesburg. Baal, who brought the human sacrifice system, hid his idols in the tops of the mountains. And Mount Shasta, the water flows all the way through California. They're praying over there at the headwaters. How is it affecting everyone? And when God says to pray over everything you do, pray over your food, are we, do we take it seriously? You say, are we in the game? Because the other guys are in the game. And we see what's happening in our nation. Are, are we have faith and are we in the game? <clears throat> so you, you saw the blessings, what they look like. And you say, how does that collect like that? What happens? Simple. Well, you know, what they've done there is they took a drop of water, they freeze, freeze, froze it, and then it took a picture of it. Well, let's take this as this video has nothing to do with what I'm talking about, but it, you see how it relates if we can get it to work again. Okay, now it's frozen again. Okay, let's see if I can get, oh, now it's frozen again too bad. Okay, I'm going to do the same thing, turn it all off and, and we'll turn it on again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, when, when we watch this um, next one as we go, okay, let's see if this one will work. No, let's see. Okay, watch the man-made water Thousands of years versus ago, God's water. God asked Job, have you entered the treasury of snow? Now, no man living at that time could have known fully about the treasures of the snow. But with the advent of the microscope, these elaborate crystals can now be wholly appreciated. These are actual snow crystals that have reached Earth intact. Snow crystals form in the clouds where water vapor condenses and crystallizes into ice. As the crystals grow, these remarkable patterns emerge. Complex, symmetrical, and beautiful. They are breathtaking to behold. In contrast, man-made snow has none of the elaborate structure found in snow crystals. Snow crystals are made out of amazing water molecules. Each oxygen atom has a little bit of negative charge and it holds on to two hydrogen atoms that have a little positive charge and it holds them 104 and a half degrees apart. When you reach the freezing point, suddenly they reach a point where the electrical attraction of plus and minus charges can pull them together. That's the energy source. And then that shape God gave the water molecules, they line up to form those beautiful uh, crystals, each one unique, each one a reflection of God's creativity. Every day, trillions of God's transparent treasures fall to earth for our discovery and joy. And yet, 
No two are exactly alike. I believe that God built this hexagonal shape into the individual water molecule because of the way they have to fit together. They form this hexagonal shape as they add on molecules and grow outward. And each individual ice crystal is made up of literally millions of water molecules. And although they fit together in a particular way, as they grow outward, the ice crystals falling down through the cloud at different temperatures, they begin to get different shapes. So every ice crystal is going to be slightly different than every other one. Each crystal is built on a hexagonal pattern and exhibits a marvelous symmetry of design. Truly, there is a treasury of snow, just as God declared 4,000 years ago. There's two things about ice crystals that just really excite me. One is literally the beauty. You look at them and you see all these patterns with these flat faces and the, and the, the structure that's there. there. There's over 100 different basic types of ice crystals. It's just the beauty of it. And that tells me something about God. It tells me that God loves beauty and he loves me because he provided this beauty to look at. So it resonates with me. The other is the way in which the ice crystals are ordered, the way in which the individual molecules fit together. That fits a particular consistent pattern time and time again, tells me that God has designed it. There is also a spiritual application. As each snow crystal is distinctly patterned, so each human, each soul is unique and of special concern to our Lord. As God's creative hand forms ice crystals with loving care, so too he intends to form each person to reflect his glory. Compared to the rest of creation, snow crystals are simple, yet the great architect's attention, even to the countless snow crystals he forms each day, is an unmistakable mark of his care. God has built into not only ice crystals, all kinds of other molecules, all kinds of systems, relationships, and processes that we don't even begin to fathom yet today. That's one of the reasons I'm a scientist. I love trying to find out how things function, how they operate, and apply mathematical equations to them because I feel like I'm touching the face of God, if you wish. They freeze it. It looks like <clears throat> the blessings, doesn't it? Beautiful. And like what we do to the water here, but when it goes up to God, comes down as all these blessings. If you saw those blessings when they, when they bless the water, saying truth or love, they look different. Look like those ice crystals. All these blessings as the rain goes, I mean, as the water goes to heaven with all the junk we put on it. <clears throat> and it comes down as blessings. But did you see the man-made snow? Why didn't it look like that? And what was the guy thinking as he was doing it? Okay, and it looks like we've frozen again. Okay. I don't know if you guys can see us. We're frozen again. Okay. You know, um, the Bible talks about <clears throat> blessings that the tongue, life and death is in the power of the tongue, it says in James 1. I, I can't get that scripture up. Life, yeah, and death are in the power of the tongue. Do we believe God? You know, he lists gossip with murder, 
And remember in the Sermon on the Mount, again, you look it up. I can't get the scripture up. What does he say? If you even think stupid of someone or curse them, you know, in the raka, they say in the Jewish, but it's like you stupid. That's what it's saying. You curse someone. You even think of, of that. It's like you did it. Now, why is that? Why is he saying that? You see, do we believe it? That's why he says, don't gossip. He listed with why it's actually we're cursing the person. What does he say to about our leaders? What are Christians doing to our leaders? You think it's helping our government leaders when we curse them? Or does it make, it, make them worse? What does God say? Pray for them, not curse them. Don't curse one another. Don't gossip. Don't say those things. He says, oh, don't backbite. All of those, do we believe it? Because guess what? You know, it affects everything ar around us. Yeah, you know when people say, hey, that guy get good vibes or bad vibes? Because, yeah, it, it affects you and the people around you. You can sense those things, right? He has a dark cloud over his head. We, you know, we know these things, and the enemy has been the, in the game a long time. And I always wonder if you read God of Light, God of Darkness, my book again, uh, why? We didn't know why. God told us to go to the tops of the mountains on every island and have communion. And then pour part of the communion wine on the top of the mountain, which then goes right through the water table to the island. Okay, so he, we just obedient. We, okay, God, we don't understand. He has all these things. He says, we don't understand. But can we trust him? Okay? Always, Philippians 4, I'm not going to put it even up there. Can we take this home? And when you pray, pray this. Always be full of joy in the Lord. <clears throat> I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate. <coughs> Excuse me. Consider it in all you do. Remember the Lord is coming soon. Don't worry about anything. What does worry do? We already know worry affects your body in bad ways, right? You're 60% you're water, and that alone, how is that affecting your body when we're worrying about you know, the enemy wants us to worry about all these things going on. Instead, what it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Yeah? All these things want to bring us worry and fear. What does fear do to your body? We already know that scientifically, how it harms us. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and of a sound mind. So pray about everything instead of worry. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done in advance. Is that faith? Then you will experience God's peace because your, your body, your, the, even the water in your body will change from what you saw, the water of the cursing and the blessings, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. 
that's why he says, put on the mind of Christ. Because what you think, right? Jesus was saying, it, you think those things, you've already done it. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure. What does that do to you? And lovely and, and admirable. This is Jesus. As you fix your thoughts on Jesus, what does it do? As we have communion and pray in faith. I'll talk of that about. Think about these things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. The God of peace will be with you. Okay? I want to read what, you know, people would talk about um, communion. In the, you know, the Catholic way of thinking is that the communion elements actually become the body and blood of Christ because Jesus said, this is my body, this is my blood, right? But what, you know, what uh, the Protestant way of thinking about it is, see, one way is called, um, you know, when you think it actually becomes the body and blood of Christ, it's called transubstantiation. It actually changes into the body of, and blood of Christ. Versus that, that Protestant way of looking at it was consubstantiation. Okay? Now, the prefix trans means to change. And says that a change takes place and the bread actually becomes the body of Jesus and the wine actually becomes the blood of Jesus. The prefix con means with. And says that the bread does not become the body of Jesus but coexists with the body of Christ. So that the bread is both a, a bread and the body of Christ. The same thing is true of the wine. It does not become the blood of Jesus but coexists with the blood of Jesus, so that the wine is both wine and the blood of Jesus. Well, okay, so the wine remains wine, but does the water come together like the DNA of Jesus as we pray and bless and, and, and in faith say that? Gather together in the pattern of Jesus who is truth and life and peace and joy. And as you Drink that in faith as it affected the DNA, the, the, the pattern of that AIDS patient changed the water. Does that change us into his image from glory to glory that we cannot do ourselves? As we pray in faith and we take communion that he said, do this. Um, and so can we do this in faith? I think we're just touching, touching just the beginning of understanding what actually happens when Jesus is saying to do these things. Like I say, 35 dimensions now they're saying God is above all that. We're only three. What do we know? Can we just trust God? Yeah, it's for real. Don't curse. Don't gossip. Can we stop that in the church? Stop backbiting. Stop talking evil about each other and about our leaders. And that can change our leaders and our government as we speak blessing and truth over all these things. Because you know what? 
The enemy is doing it already. They've been doing it for centuries and centuries. Let's get in the game and we say, oh no, what's happening here? No, let's, let's, can we do this with faith? So let's take the communion while we're running late because we have a lot of difficulties. <laughs> okay? Um, you got to lift up that cellophane there, little cellophane at the top to get the wafer out. Okay? And what did Jesus say? This is my body that has been broken for you. Right? Before you take it, I want you to take that little card. This is something else. This is from the Book of Common Prayers that has been used since the 1500s. A simple prayer when they would do communion. And can we say this together? Most merciful God. In thought, word, and deed. By what we have done and what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. So let's break the bread. Remember that his body was broken for us and take it in faith. Asking him to change us. To be more and more like him. Because he won't go over our free will. You're asking him in, if you're asking him in truth and honesty, he can work. And then he took the, the cup. And he said, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. And he said, take this in remembrance of me. So we take it together in faith. And I'll just close in prayer since we're way over time. Um, Father God, help us to just trust your word. You are the living word. You just spoke and the universe came into being. Now we see how the spoken word just affects the molecules and everything else that's there. The, the power you have to create, to calm the sea, to calm the storm. Because of your word. And we are your children. You put your spirit in us. But until we are obedient children, you, you can't give us the authority you want for us that the, that the Bible says all creation is waiting for the revelation of the sons and daughters of God. That word huios is the mature sons and daughters. That we will be like that. And we'll be doing more messages about that in the future. But Father, help us. Change us as we do these things in faith and listen to you and believe you in faith in what you say because you are the living word and so we ask for this in jesus name amen so have a great week everybody think on these things